Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering. One bank teller instead of the usual five. Slow, fast food lines. Simply not enough staff. Grandma's Office Catering avoided the mass exodus with respect, appreciation, better wages, and now health insurance. That's how Grandma continues to wow. Grandma'sCatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. Today is Tuesday, March 1st. Coming up, a rural community college north of Kansas City faces allegations that it's using harsh treatment to cut back the number of black students on campus. One parent says Highland Community College dealt her son a serious setback. At that present moment, I couldn't protect him. It still bothers me because I feel like he's always going to be trying to prove who he is. Is Highlands Community College a stepping stone for Black student athletes or a place where their aspirations go to die? But first, some headlines. Kansas will not be able to bar out-of-state groups from sending out advanced voting applications after a federal judge struck down parts of a state law. Dylan Lyson of the Kansas News Service reports. Voting advocacy groups filed the lawsuit last year, hoping to have the Kansas law thrown out. The federal judge ruled in their favor and said the rules violate constitutional rights. The law was approved last year and targeted out-of-state organizations that sent vote-by-mail applications to Kansans. The rules went into effect in July after the Republican-controlled legislature overturned a veto from Democratic Governor Laura Kelly. It was one of many election laws approved by state legislatures following unproven claims of voter fraud. You can now ride the Kansas City streetcar for an extra hour every evening. With warmer weather and more events happening, the streetcar will extend its Sunday through Thursday schedule until 11 p.m. and its Friday and Saturday schedule until 1 a.m. KC Streetcar's Donna Mendelbaum says there's more late night demand as COVID-19 cases decline. So we were seeing people wanting to use the streetcar, but still ask, will I be able to get back to my car or to my apartment after the event is over? Mendelbaum says events like the Big 12 basketball tournament and shows at the T-Mobile Center and Midland Theater are expected to boost ridership in coming months. A bill that would give parents of low-income and at-risk students public tax dollars to send them to private schools is sparking heated debate in the Kansas legislature. Caleb McNally is a member of the Mayor Dezine Valley School Board. He says it would be devastating if the bill passed and half of the district's eligible students transferred. It would kill our school district. It would disappear. We'd fold up shop. The ones that didn't leave, they'd go to the other public school districts around us. Our towns would fold up. We'd lose jobs. We'd lose educators and everything else. Supporters of the bill say parents of low-income and struggling students stuck in underperforming public schools need options. A new study found that homicides increased significantly in Kansas and Missouri after the introduction of stand-your-ground laws. KCUR's Alex Smith reports. Stand-your-ground laws allow people to use lethal force in self-defense, which gun advocates say prevents violence. But a new study published February in the journal JAMA Network Open shows that between 1999 and 2017, gun homicide rates actually increased 8% in states with those policies. Kansas and Missouri, which are both stand-your-ground states, saw even greater increases. Gun homicides rose 31% in Missouri and 27% in Kansas. The Oxford University study authors concluded that the laws led to avoidable deaths. 
Tickets go on sale for the Kansas City Symphony's annual concert in the Flint Hills on Saturday. The 17th Symphony in the Flint Hills will take place June 11th at Irma's Pasture near Bazaar in east-central Kansas. Kelly Tastov works for the event, which celebrates the music, art, and ecology of the Flint Hills. Get there early and enjoy the entire day. Not only the presentations, but we have covered wagon rides. We have guided prairie walks. You know, there's just activities to do all day long. You can find more information at symphonyintheflinthills.org. Tiny Highland Community College in Northeast Kansas attracts students from all over the country who attend on athletic scholarships. But in the last couple of years, the school has been sued for alleged hostility toward its black student athletes. Then the college president compared a black football player to Hitler. KCUR's Frank Morris reports. Highland, Kansas is a town of about a thousand, surrounded by miles and miles of rolling cornfields. One gas station no stoplights. But Highland Community College offered Aiden Moore something no other school did, a shot at playing college football. It was really my last chance. You know, I had interest of big-time schools, but I just didn't have the grades. So Moore made the trip from his home in Louisville, Kentucky, to follow a dream. And standing at the steel door to his concrete block dorm room, Moore looks out at a patch of ground central to that dream. Uh, Straight to the football field. In my eyes, it's kind of like my the only place I get peace here. Moore, a sophomore, says a white coach called him a gangster with a genius IQ and other racist insults. He says campus police hounded him, once helping themselves into his dorm room to check for marijuana. Moore says there are people at the school with, quote, great hearts who want to help guys like him succeed. But others, he says, grind him down. It is draining sometimes. And among black Highland football players, Moore is one of the lucky ones. He's still on the team. (laughs) After class, students pile into Moore's dorm. All of them are black, all here to play football. But many have just been cut from the squad. Kewan Carson from Auburn, Alabama says it happened to him after he asked permission to skip one practice to finish an English paper. And I thought everything was cool, but later on that day, that's when people started telling me I got kicked off the team. Highland brought on a new football coach, Jared Powers, at the beginning of the year. And Carson says that Powers cut at least two dozen black players. Powers himself is black, and the Highland team this past year wasn't very successful. So that's the backdrop for the most recent cuts. But B.J. Smith, a former Highland women's basketball coach who was let go, says the harsh treatment of black student-athletes started abruptly about three years ago when the school was still a sports powerhouse. In 2019, Highland hired a new president, Deborah Fox, and she brought on a new athletic director, Brian Dorrell, who Smith says immediately laid down the law. His exact words were, I needed to recruit more kids the culture of our community could relate to. I said, I honestly don't know what you mean. What are you saying? And he very aggressively said, you know exactly what I'm saying. He wanted me to recruit more kids that looked like the people that lived in Highland. From then on, Smith alleges, the school looked for excuses to punish black players, suspend them from games, even expel them from school. You need to look right. You need to act right. Speak when spoken to. You know, there's a terminology for what they want of black people. I'm not going to say it. In 2019, Highland's winning football coach, Aaron Arnold, resigned. 
The next year, the ACLU of Kansas sued the school on behalf of four black students who alleged harsh and capricious treatment at the hands of school officials. Smith lost his job that same year when his contract wasn't renewed. This month, Smith, who's white and two assistant coaches who are black, sued the school, claiming it was seeking to get rid of black student-athletes. Attorney Bill Odell, who represents them, says the coaches refused to go along with a pattern of abusive behavior toward black players. Well, I think it's a, it's a concerted campaign to make Highland white again. Plain as that. Highland President Deborah Fox issued a statement strongly denying the allegations and asserting that almost half the student-athletes at Highland are black, same as when Smith lost his job. No one representing the school would comment for this story, but Ryan Coonert, a 2009 Highland graduate, insists that Highland values diversity. When I went to Highland, you know, it was the most black people I'd ever encountered in my life being from a small farm town. And it was a great learning experience for me. Coonert says the school's treatment of black student-athletes is in keeping with the strict discipline he saw imposed across all racial groups. He says rules violations likely led to Smith's ouster. I think B.J. Smith has broken a lot of rules. You know, here's a a high-achieving coach who is always bringing a gold-level standard of wins, who I'm not sure is always doing so as honestly as possible. Smith has been forced out of coaching positions before. He was women's basketball coach at Southeast Missouri State University when the school was caught in a flurry of basketball recruiting violations, resulting in NCAA sanctions. In 2014, while at Highland, he pleaded guilty to participating in an illegal car theft ring. Smith, who says he didn't know about the stolen cars, was given probation, and Highland kept him on. Then Highland alleged unspecific violations when it didn't renew his contract. Smith says the school is attacking him to mask its own deplorable behavior. At the lone restaurant in Highland, farmer Jerry Blevins sees something a little more benign. He says the college is just trying to strengthen its ties to the community. The reason why they want Kansas kids, it has nothing to do with black or white. They want local kids so with their parents and family and stuff. But race relations are a very touchy subject here. And as Blevins is talking, another man walks over and motions to my microphone. I'd say probably the best thing you do is put that away and get in your car and get down the road. Tension spiked when a recording surfaced of Fox, the college president, likening a black Highland football player to Hitler, who she called a, quote, great leader. Fox says she meant that the player was misdirecting his own substantial leadership abilities and apologized. But damage was done. That was a bad, bad call. I felt disgusted as a human being. That is Ann Myers, who sent her son Dominic Perks off to Highland Community College when he was just 17. In his second year, Perks argued with a campus security guard. He was expelled the next day. The teenager called his mother after he was kicked off campus, locked out of his dorm room, and stranded five hours from home in St. Louis. At that present moment, I couldn't protect him. It still bothers me because I feel like he's always going to be trying to prove who he is. Now Highland Community College itself is under the microscope, struggling to show that it remains a stepping stone for black student-athletes and not a place where their sports and academic careers go to die. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Frank Morris. 
This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and Trevor Grandin and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Frank's story about Highland Community College, visit our website, kcur.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. And as always, you can hear us live on the radio at 89.3 FM. Tomorrow, how an unconventional type of housing contract is leaving many Midwestern homebuyers out in the cold. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. 